All right, everybody, welcome to the Musical Splaining Podcast. I am your host and human advent calendar, Kavataharian. And I am that really uh, shitty cheap chocolate that you get from the dollar store that's like covered in foil and tastes mostly like chemicals and sadness. Angelina, Mian. I love yeah. chemicals. Oh, <laughs> me too. Chemicals are great. You know, those are the things that actually make you feel happiness and sadness too. It's all chemicals, yeah, man. The forever chemicals. chemicals. It's chemicals all the way down. Um, and today <laughs> we are joined by a very special guest who also, I guess, likes chemicals and yeah, chocolate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> doesn't uh she is uh one of my friends that i've met through the convention circuit she is an illustrator a funny person a lover of butts and cats and oh, a somewhat famous memer uh ladies and gentlemen please welcome hannah hillam hannah welcome to the podcast hi thank you for having me on hello uh, i'm sorry to have asked you to come on here but we're very excited to have you yeah i don't uh, I don't make my brain doesn't make chemicals like it should. Um, <laughs> I don't think any of ours do. That's why no, we're yeah, I was about to say. I was about to say if you are listening to this podcast, your brain also probably is not doing the best job at making the chemicals it needs. And I say that we lovingly. Have alternative careers, right? right exactly. Yes. Uh, speaking of not making enough chemicals for your brain, we are here to talk today about <laughs> Perfect, <great>. another map, <laughs> another Trey Parker Matt Stone joint. Uh, this is a big hitter. This is a very, very famous musical that mm. we have somehow managed to avoid seeing until now. Of course, we're talking about the Book of Mormon. Mormon. It's uh, it's a big one. Uh, yes. Angie, you have seen this yes. as as we discussed earlier. Of course, I have not. Hannah, you have not seen it. No, always wanted to. Always wanted to. Um, Hannah, of course, tell us a little bit about your background, about uh, why you think you would have a funny angle for this. <laughs> well, um, I grew up in Utah. In a interesting, yeah. <laughs> I live in California now, but I, I I spent my childhood in Utah. Um, I come from a long line of Mormons, and I mean, when I say long, I mean like 150 years worth of oh, wow. Uh, back to the beginning, like, yeah. Wow, like like pulling the handcart across like oh the mountains. yeah, like wow. all of them, all yeah. every single family line except for one. You're still pulling handcarts. I've seen you. You pull handcarts into conventions, like you oh, said, I do, I do, and you know what I. <laughs> I get sick and I die along the way, just like my ancestors. Oh, man. You know what? The handcart needs a revival. I'm going to push for the handcart to come back. I you feel know. Like- oh, my God. I love my handcart. It's like my child. It's my favorite You guys favorite can thing do that. that. You guys can pull a handcart. I'm not kidding. There's something called Pioneer Trek. Look it up. Pioneer Trek? Yeah. It's pretty what much, it's just, it's pretty much more Mormon LARPing. <laughs> <laughs> no oh, joke. Oh, man. So Hannah, uh, what do you know about Book of Mormon going into this? The the movie or the, the sorry the musical? Not, not the, the literal Book of Mormon, book. but the actual. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, I do. Yes, we should clarify that the musical is not based on the Book of Mormon. It's no. about Mormon missionaries right. doing stuff, but it's called the Book of Mormon. So, right. what do you know about the musical, the Book of Mormon, and what was like? What did you know about it growing up? Growing up, so it came out when I was in college, and I remember mm-hmm. the first time I saw an ad for it was I was living in England. No, I was living in Wales, and I was on visiting London on the. And, and it had just come to the West End. I think this is like 2011. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember. But I remember the walking on the tube and seeing ads for not the musical, but the actual mm-hmm. church. Uh. And thinking, that's kind of clever because like it was like, come read the real thing. And it was like, yeah. you, know, you know, Mormon.org. And it was like, OK. Yeah. Which is <laughs> we have a long history of making fun of ourselves. Which is good, I guess. I don't yeah, know. no, it's, it's we also have a long history of making fun of ourselves on this podcast. So. Yes, yeah, this this is like right at home, right here. It's all self-deprecation uh, all the way down. Just nothing but piles of self-loathing. Oh, that's same. But I, I saw that, and like I remember, like the study abroad I was with, half of them were like, "That ah, I would go see that," and the other half were like, "I would never," you know. So mm. there was this kind of understanding. Like most people I knew who were actively Mormon saw it and mm-hmm. liked it. They liked it. Like oh, a lot. they did. Yeah. Okay. Did they feel like it had like a the message was correct or something or what? What, what is that about? Because from what I understand, this is quite crass. Obviously, having oh, yeah. not seen it. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's like a very much very much a spectrum of like Mormon like oh, Mormonism, I guess, like mm. activity in the church and like so. I think a little more of the progressively minded Mormons would go and see it and love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could never see like my grandma going. 
Sure. <laughs> because she doesn't like musicals or she doesn't like this specific? <laughs> Probably both. <laughs> I don't think she likes anything. <laughs> Sorry, uh, just kidding. I, Love you, I mean, <laughs> from, from my memories of, of seeing it, I, you know, because this, this thing, I mean, maybe we should just get into the notes because, um, yeah, yeah, like I, I have some yeah. talking points okay. off of that. But yeah, let, let's, let's just dive yes. into the notes. Okay. Um, about, but I can see. The book of. I could just wanted to say I can see why you would actually like this show as a Mormon. And I'm just going to put that out there and then we'll get into the notes. <laughs> like, yeah. Real quick, Angie, though, before we do, do you want to take us back to when you saw it and just a little bit of setup of where you were in life at that time? I saw it. So the show opened in 2011 and I saw it, I think, in 2012, right before the original Broadway cast left. So I did see it with the original cast. Um, so it had just come mm. out. I, I had just been working. Let me see. I guess I was like 23 or 24 years old at that point. And, uh, you know, everyone had been talking like this was such a hype show. Everyone was like, oh, this show is going to hit, you know. Trey Parker and Matt Stone are making a Broadway musical and it was just all that anybody wanted to talk mm -hmm. about. And then like, you know, it hit and then it blew up really, really big, as we'll see in the notes. But um, I ended up having a free day off of work um, and I just decided to do standing room, which uh, for those of you who are not familiar, standing mm -hmm. room is where you literally pay to stand in the theater to watch the show. And usually the tickets are really, really cheap. And with Book of Mormon, they did standing room. You know, they'd let 20 people stand in line and I got in line at 9 a.m. in the morning to stand in line to wait to see if I could stand up and watch the Book of Mormon, which I managed to successfully do. <laughs> so much standing. So much standing for this show. So I associate that with, you know, a good core workout, you know, making sure my thighs were getting, nice. you know, I met some insanely They're weird shredded. people. Uh, in that line that um, makes sense in hindsight after the show. But I remember just being like, what was overwhelming to me about it was one, I was sitting on the sidewalk like an insane person because the show was still like, it was like Hamilton, you know, Hamilton levels of like, you had, could not get a ticket easily. Mm -hmm. So I'm just standing there on the sidewalk and seeing so many like, 13 14 year old boys going by the theater being like i want to see that show and their dad being like you yeah. want to see a broadway show with you know like that <laughs> and uh so funny to me and then also like the most insane people that i would never have suspected of wanting to stand in line for a broadway show were in that line like i met this weird libertarian pilot from like alaska who had like flown himself down to come see this yeah it was just a, it, was, it was it was a very strange experience but also like the show was like the hot ticket at the time and so it was very yeah. like, we're doing it, man. We're seeing Book of Mormon. And I certainly saw it. So, yeah, that's my experience. Certainly saw it. It. That, that sounds like a horror story to me. The two favorite, my two least favorite things. One is going to see a musical. And number two is standing in line, particularly all day. So <laughs> sure. number three is 14 year old boys. They're the oh, meanest people on earth. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it was just like the most like it was a very strange waiting experience. But yeah, like just the amount of 13 and 14 year old boys who saw were like, that's the, you know, I want to see that mom and dad. And like, it was like, I don't know if Comedy Central had been promoting it. I'm assuming they were doing some sort of promotion for the show, but also it's by Trey Parker, Matt Stone, who have a very large fan base for South Park. Okay. All right. So the Book of Mormon is a 2011 comedy musical with a book, music and lyrics by Trey Parker, Matt Stone and Robert Lopez which uh, Robert Lopez is from uh, Avenue Q. Yeah. Avenue Q. Yeah, Avenue Q in Fresno. Um, doesn't he have a, does, does he write with his wife or something? Am yeah. I yeah. That yeah. Kristen Lopez is his wife. Um, um, so this is, a, is basically a prequel to frozen from what I understand. <laughs> pretty <is> much. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. It also <laughs> is blonde and blue eyed. It works. Sure. <laughs> um, the book of Mormon starts off at the LDS missionary training center in Provo, Utah, where we are introduced to devout Latter-day Saint missionary to be elder Kevin Price, whose dream is, is to be sent as a missionary to his favorite place in the whole world, Orlando, Florida. <laughs> that's not very, uh, from what I understand, that's not like super good as a missionary, right? Like the hardcore no. people are the ones who get sent overseas and the ones who are maybe well, not as hardcore. Everyone wants to be sent overseas. Sure. Yeah, it's kind of like this thing where it's like, well, wherever you get sent, you got to be okay with it. Yeah, right, right. Like okay. nowadays, nowadays they're sending people stateside because, you know, it's less like... You just Zoom call as a missionary. Pretty much. Right. <laughs> uh, however, Elder Price's dreams are immediately crushed when he is assigned to serve his mission in Uganda. To make matters worse, he is paired up with the deeply annoying and prone to lying Elder Cunningham. When the two young men arrive in Uganda, Price is immediately aware, immediately aware that the violence and misery in their village is going to get in the way of his goal of being the perfect Mormon missionary. Will Elder Price manage to bring the village to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? What exactly is a spooky Mormon hell dream? Was Josh Gad sent to us as a punishment for our sins? All this and more in The Book of Mormon. 
Uh, production on the Book of Mormon informally began in 2003 after Trey Parker and Matt Stone of South Park fame saw the Broadway show Avenue Q while on a work trip to New York City. Co-creator Robert Lopez, who openly expressed South Park's influence on Avenue Q, introduced himself to the pair. And over drinks, he mentioned wanting to work on a musical about the Mormon church, which Parker and Stone responded to by saying they had wanted to work on a similar project. After a long series of workshopping and rewriting, the Book of Mormon made its Broadway debut on March 24th, 2011 at the Eugene O'Neill Theater, where it is still running today. It won nine Tony Awards, including Best Musical, and its cast recording broke records for the genre, landing itself at the number two position on iTunes on the day of release. Yeah, I think maybe Hamilton's the only thing that's since, you know gotten anywhere close but i remember the day this court cast album dropped and just being like in undulated with it like it was an avo- uh, like completely unavoidable to me uh the hot shit and yeah there's also a production that's still running in the west end and i think the uh australian production just closed after like four years too so this this is a very successful show it's been a money maker <laughs> yes yeah. yeah big money maker yeah and what do you think uh has made it so successful the honest thing I want to say is just the brand name recognition that it is a Trey Parker or Matt Stone musical and that there are just a lot of people mm-hmm. who enjoy their sense of humor. And um, the other part of it is it is whatever my feelings about the show. And obviously, you're going to be talking a lot about that. Um, what? You don't have feelings. About I, have shows, no, Angie. What are you I know. About? Why am I here? <laughs> I just actually like to sit around with my thumb up my butt and uh, sing do re me. But um, Same. Uh, it is it is very much a love letter to Broadway. And those shows always tend to do pretty well. Mm, like okay. it is it okay. is an uplifting uh, like show. Oscar films where they, they're about filmmaking. People always yeah. like give those the most Oscars. Gotcha. Every like every song, pretty much every song in the show is a pastiche or a reference to something or an homage to something. And you can either call it like very smart or lazy songwriting. But that's but, like it is very much like a these people love musical theater and are making a musical about not about musical theater, but like in expressing that sort love. Um, but uh, yeah. also it is like a very. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for in a, a zigzag way, an uplifting show. Uh, so like it's positive, it's funny, it's got brand name recognition. I think that's pretty much why <laughs> it's also famously horribly offensive from what I understand. Yes. Not that I've seen it, so I don't quite know, but yeah, it's in, in that Trey Parker and Matt Stone way where yes, um, it is exactly like what you everything expect. Everything is exactly yeah. what you expect for it. Yeah. 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 Yes, um, it is. Hannah, is there is there any specific reason why you haven't gotten around to seeing it? Despite you said you said you're interested in seeing it, which is obviously why we have you on the podcast. And we're just so you guys know, there is a touring production. Uh, it's yes. coming to Los Angeles. That's the one that we're Hannah and I are going to go see. Um, so I don't, obviously the original cast isn't there. But is there? How did you avoid it for so long? <laughs> um, I think probably money. <laughs> Mainly <laughs> the reason, like yeah. uh, it just. I don't think. I think it came to Utah at one point, but I wasn't there or something. I remember like, oh, it actually came to Utah. That's hilarious. And it had a oh my god sold out. I mean, it was sold out. It was it was uh, very popular. Um, Interesting. I don't please. I don't see musicals like I see them every once in a while. Sorry, guys. I just don't. Um, no, no, you're, you're preaching to the choir. What? Leave. <laughs> but hold on, no. I have some cred. I have god. some cred. I was in musicals yes. in high school. I oh. wanted to be a, a sh- an actor, so mm. I was all in like. I can't sing or dance, sing. but like they put hey, they put me in them anyway. Half of the people we've seen in some of the movies we've watched can't sing or dance either. And yet no, they can't. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so. yeah, somehow they managed to like have these great careers and right. don't have any idea how it happened. Can Tom Cruise sing and to go with? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Oh. I, oh. Yeah. We were uh, our boy Tom Cruise in Rock of Ages. Actually, he can sing and dance. I was like, can Tom Cruise wow. sing and dance? I'm like, well, he can actually. Surprisingly, tangent. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Back to you. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so, Angie, is there anything that uh, we should think about as we're going to watch this musical? I'm excited to actually go back into the theater to be able to sure. see something in person. That's going to be fun. This is the first show I've seen since Oklahoma a few months yeah, yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you go in, I guess, um, Kava, keep in mind, just like how much of this is parody? Just as a fun game, just go like, oh, I see what they're doing. Oh, I see what they're doing. And oh, I see what they're doing. Um, in term- I'm going to be really annoyed if I understand half their You're references. Gonna I'm going to blame you so annoyed. I'm like, I'm like, I was going through it in my head today <laughs> just being like, oh yeah, that was a reference to this and this is a reference to that and Kava has seen this and Kava has seen this and I'm like, I hope he gets it. Uh. Uh, <laughs> I just hope he gets it. But um, I guess other than that, uh, yeah, it's kind of on par of what you'd expect from an episode of South Park. If you Have you seen the episode where they talk about Joseph Smith? That was kind of like one of the more 
popular South Park episodes where they make like a whole musical yeah. about Joseph. It's that plus Broadway. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but uh, other than that, no, I don't really have anything to. It's the less I talk about it, it's probably for the best. You know. Is there anything that doesn't um, on Broadway come out as a result of this coming out? Um, actually, you know what? That's a really good question. I don't think I've seen anything quite like it that has managed to take off the way that Book of Mormon has. Like, it hasn't really opened the doors for, like, really vulgar, nasty musical, like, or, like, Mm. vulgar, nasty, I guess more, like, raunchy adult shows. Like, it hasn't really changed anything in that sense. Honestly, no. It, I, like, that's a good, that's strange. Singular in its vision. Yeah, like, it is pretty, like, as, as outsized as it is for Broadway, like, I can't think of anything that it's actually actively influenced over the last few years because it is an original concept you know that's the other thing about this it's an original fucking concept right there um but we haven't been getting a lot of original concept shows yeah that's actually i really thought about that for how successful it is i don't think i've really seen anything that has kind of copied it maybe beetle but like no beetle yeah yeah i don't know (laughs) you're breaking my wires here you're short-circuiting me i'm sorry Uh, I, i apologize for asking questions i should stop (laughs) <laughs> yeah. No, please. Please just stop. Just I'm going. Bye. Stop, stop asking questions. Stop just, being interested. Just stop. stop being curious. Um, um, but yeah, Hannah, no. is there anything else you wanted to share with us before we go and watch it? Any other thoughts you had? Um, I'm just really excited. I, I've heard really good things about it from family members and friends. So I'm excited. You didn't, you didn't hear any hot takes that were bad about it as far as like. No, I just heard that I might be triggered. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> a, no, I mean, I meant that in a fun way. Oh, sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> in like a, oh, this is too, it's too close to home, but I'm we very excited. everybody. We're yeah. just like, you know, we don't care. No, Everyone's okay. in our I should have said I, it might hit a little too close to home, which I'm very uh, excited for. Mm, 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 okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we look forward to hearing your thoughts. Yeah. Oh my um, gosh. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. I'm everything excited. else I'm like, I think it's best left to discuss after you see it. Um, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. All Sounds right. good. Let's go ahead and go to our ad break and we will return having watched slash read the book of sweet, I'm going to make sweet. you guys read it. Yeah. We're reading it right now. <laughs> That's it. Going for it right now. Reading the book of Nephi. First Nephi chapter one. Right. There you go. Anyway, go on. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Audible, the leading provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place. Right now, you can get a free 30-day trial by visiting audible.com slash splain or by texting splain to 500-500. That's 500-500. As an Audible member, you will get one credit every month good for any title in our premium selection, which includes new releases, beloved classics, and new classics Beloved by all, like Lindsay Ellis's Truth of the Divine. These titles are yours to keep forever in your Audible library, which you can listen to while taking a bath, if you're into that sort of thing. Personally, I find the idea of soaking in my own filth a bit disgusting and unsanitary, but apparently that's not the point of it, and it's supposed to be about decompressing or whatever, but I don't really get it. I like to shower. Showering can be relaxing too. I'm sorry it's not as cool or meme-worthy as all you two cool bath people with all your bubbles and sensual candles, but I don't care. You take your baths, and I will take my showers, and everything will be fine. Anyway, you can listen to Audible while doing that. You'll also get full access to our popular Plus catalog filled with original entertainment, guided fitness and meditation, and podcasts, including ad-free versions of your favorite shows. It's all included with your membership, no credits needed. So again... Go to audible.com slash splain or text splain to 500-500, that's 500-500, for 30 days free of Audible, and enjoy cleanliness. We are back. Hello. We're back right now. (laughs) Sorry. I I, I tried really hard with that one, but we are back. Hello. We have returned from our mission to go see (laughs) the Book of Mormon. Yeah. In a faraway land of the Pantages Theater in Los Angeles. <laughs> yep. N- not Orlando, unfortunately. Yep. Not Orlando. No, no I'm fine I mean, with I was that. traveling. <laughs> I had to travel the journey to the recesses of my mind when I saw this in 2012. 
I forget when this came out. Wait, oh, 2016? You saw it like, 2016. right when it came out pretty much. Yeah, huh? yeah. I saw it like basically. Time means nothing anymore. It's like, I can it literally doesn't. just like look at Wikipedia, but I'm like, nah, I think it was a hundred years ago. I think that's fine. Yes. <laughs> but yes, yes. So welcome back uh, from the Book of Mormon. Thank you, Book of Mormon. Um, It's a story about these two missionaries, Elder Price and Elder Cunningham. Cunningham. Elder Price being like the cool, popular, egotistical uh, egotistical missionary that everyone's like, hashtag goals. We love him. He's he's our aspirational dude. And then Elder Cunningham is sort of the flub. Yes. Screw up that lies a lot, apparently. Yeah. And no one likes him and, and his parents are inconvenienced. He's just by on a mission because yeah. he, f- he feels like he has to kind of thing. Yeah. 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 It, it seems uh, like their it, family's kind of dumping him also. Yeah. <laughs> just to kind of like, yeah. Just like, please just go so, figure yourself out. Yeah. Go figure yourself out. The show starts off with, you know, a bunch of missionaries getting assigned to go to different places. Mm-hmm. These two are paired together and they're sent off unceremoniously to Uganda, which is surprising because. Elder Price had been praying because he wanted to go to Orlando, which right. is a joke that they keep coming back to. Right. Um, and like everybody in the in, in that scene where they're like assigning them their mission is going to places like really cool places like Japan Norway. and like you know, <laughs> yeah, in Norway, Norway. And like he's like getting really excited. And then, yes, he is assigned Uganda and then like and then assigned Elder Cunningham. And <laughs> like it's just as like a partner. Yeah, as a partner. And uh, it's just like, you know, already soured on it um, and yes so then wah, they wah. they sing this song that is like basically a parody of every song from Wicked and that's uh, true <laughs> yeah. I had a hard yeah, time no, every- picking out the parody songs Oh, yeah. we'll get into we'll get, all we'll these get parodies. Into that, I'm sure man. Angie knows all of them. I knew like a decent amount of them. I was about too. to say, I'm, I can't I'm not, wait. I'm, I'm really wait. unhappy to admit <laughs> that I did know. Sure. Um, so they go to Uganda and then uh, it, so they're in some super remote village in the middle of nowhere. So they send them to the furthest possible place from where they came from, which was Salt Lake City. I, I get, they do start in Salt Lake City, yeah. right? They yeah. start in Provo, I think. Technically, they start, well, that's where Provo, the missionary. I, I have like a nit, I'm like nitpicking about it because the missionary training center is in Provo, but the backdrop was Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll blow the like, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they started in Provo. Are those really production like designers and those scenic painters? No, Provo doesn't make as <laughs> right, a good of a backdrop. There's no good, like... Yeah, I was about to say, uh, I mean, like, you, you recognize downtown Salt Lake City. Yeah, Provo oh, is, yeah. It's very hard to kind of put your finger on. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. Um, so they're there and they get there and they're in this village. And the first thing that happens is they're robbed by warlords. Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're, yeah, no, they're not warlords. They're the soldiers yeah. that work under... Uh, what's his name? But fucking naked yeah. is the name of the warlord. Yeah, which is it's um, taken from actually the Li- um, Liberian warlord Joshua, Joshua Bly. I don't know if any of you have ever like know anything about the Liberian no. Civil no. War, but it's based. There was a literal general. He's still alive, General But Naked. Uh, so that's where that name. Well, comes his name from. literally was But Naked. That's what he that called himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joke. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yes. Uh, okay, not as so a, obviously yes. there's like so yes. There's there's a lot of issues going on in this village, and then uh, there's the guy who is like basically the village leader, and he has this daughter Nabalungi, who um, seems genuinely actually interested in in the Book of Mormon. There's also like a group of other missionaries who have been at that mission for a while, um, yeah. led by oh. Um, uh, Elder McKinley is his name, I think. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, who uh, <laughs> who secret, secret gay you thoughts? Guys, yeah. that I went to high school. I went to high school with everybody that had those same names. <laughs> they all looked oh like <laughs> I knew McKinleys. I knew Prices. I knew, and they all looked like it was really. They got the look spot on, which is uh, oh man, all right, yeah. So then there's and you know there's numbers sprinkled throughout all of these that we'll get into obviously, but yeah. Uh, it turns out that there's no conversions and yeah. then Cunningham sort of motivates Price because Price is like having a crisis of faith. Where mm. He's like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? This is terrible. He's like, no, but it wouldn't be awesome. This is like you're calling to be awesome and convert all these people. And he's like, oh, shit. Hell yeah. yeah. And then he goes the next day with like this this enthusiasm to convert all these people. And then the warlord shows up and like murders somebody in front of the missionaries. And then he's covered in blood and he has like PTSD and he, he freaks out and he's like, fuck this. I'm leaving. I'm going to transfer to Orlando and he's like really rude to Cunningham and then he fucks off and then Cunningham's and then that's when um, what's his name's daughter shows up and she's like, oh, I'm ready to hear about this because everything sucks and I'm unhappy here. And uh, uh, Cunningham has a penchant for lying. And so he just sort of fucking spins this yarn, which is based on like Lord of the Rings and fucking Marvel movies (laughs) and and, uh, all this other stuff that he's familiar. Star Trek, Star Wars. Yeah. Because he's n- apparently never actually read the Book yeah, of Mormon, yeah. so he just <laughs> he's terrible tells at them job. whatever they want to hear. Yeah. 
makes up this whole new story, convinces them that there's hope for, you know, as a way to try and get them to stop, you know, this is the text of the story, mm. not a joke that we're making, but stop having sex with babies to, mm-hmm. you know, clear their AIDS and the, to fuck frogs instead yeah. and all this bullshit that happens. Yeah. Then Price has a, a, whatchamacallit, he has like a hell dream about like how he thinks he's in Orlando, but yeah. he's abandoned everybody and it's yeah. terrible and he comes back. Yeah. So then he he has like this like big like like I like I believe kind of moment like yeah. where he's professing his faith to general uh butt naked and it ends <laughs> with him getting the Book of Mormon shoved, shoved up his up, ass. Yeah. Um yep. like literally shoved up his ass. <laughs> uh and uh so <laughs> Uh, And uh, meanwhile, like the general uh, hears that, like all of these people are going to convert to the church and decides to like kill them. Right. Like Mm -hmm. to go in and cause violence. Um, uh, And then they have like they have uh, Mormon elders come to the missionary mission president uh, well, because Cunningham has converted like yes, everybody the, right, right, in, like, right, in the yes, village yeah. so he got like 20 something I guess conversions. so they're like oh shit this is awesome we gotta come see the work yeah. that you guys have been doing Yeah, and uh, that's when they realize that he's full of shit and yeah. he's been lying to them and then as they're about and then as the elders show up they realize that the villagers are like we want to put on a play yeah a musical within a musical to tell you about the story of Joseph Smith. Yeah. Which is very just to, again, the one I got a reference. It's, yeah. to, it's a nod to the King and I, yes. the Uncle Tom's. Yes. I was like, wondering, I was like, Oh, did you get that? It's the King and I, it's the King and I. Yep, ah. yep. Yeah. It's totally the King <laughs> oh, and I. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 And then it's this totally horrendous. Yes. Offensive in the context of the show yeah. musical. So it's like a meta thing that happens and then the elders get mad and then yeah I think they basically come to the conclusion that you know it's not so much scripture it's about the faith and meaning right of how you interpret kind of it own. yeah yeah and then they kind of start their own like the book of Arnold I think is what it ends with the oh book of, like so basically yeah was. yeah they, it ends with the book of Arnold so yeah basically like they kind of start their own church and that's kind of how the show ends because all these people still believe in all these yeah. things. They like one of the elders, like they say, like, or not the elders, one of the villagers is like, yeah, we know this is just metaphor. It's like literally yeah. like about the idea of faith and not necessarily taking mm-hmm. it literally. And we like this. And so, yes, they like uh, Elder Cunningham basically started a new offshoot of the LDS church. Everyone lives happily <laughs> yeah. ever after. <laughs> it's the fourth chapter. Yeah. Of the, yeah Bible. the Arnoldites. Yeah. As if it were anyway. That was a deep, sure, deep deeper deep cut. That's yes. what everybody calls deep themselves. Cut. Like back in the day, like the offshoots were all like named after the guy who, off, you know, so it was like sure. the something I So yeah, anyway. Yeah. Too much. Right, right. <laughs> too much. Um, and yeah, and, uh, and so that's the Book of yeah, Mormon. So that's the summary of the Book of Mormon. Mm-hmm. Um, Hannah. You are our guest, so please. You you yeah. you mentioned that you have you have some thoughts. <laughs> o- o- overall, well, first of all, what what did you think? Did you enjoy it? Did you think yeah. it was? Did it live up to the hype? Was it as offensive as you thought it would be? Tell us tell us your yes, general thoughts. Off uh, that. Yes, on all of those. Um, <laughs> I I enjoyed it. There, <laughs> like the second I walked in, I was like, oh my, I'm oh my gosh, I'm in Salt Lake. Like looking mm. at the. The backdrop, I was like, oh, like, the, like the, uh, it felt a lot like a, the vis- like a visitor center at the Salt Lake Temple kind of vibe. And I was like, mm-hmm. sure. They, tra- they transported me. Okay. Sure. Okay. Right, and, right. And check. Check. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I really, I really did like it. Like I laughed really hard. The, the parody, the LDS parody was like on point for a lot of sure. it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. To a point where I was starting to like, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh no. I was like, oh, no, I, my heart's beating faster. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> reminding of reminded of things that are tra- kind of traumatizing. <laughs> but oh, like, wow. um, I, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't say traumatizing. Was there, was there anyone, any of them specifically up the top, like off the top that like that sort of struck that that struck you that way? Well, the faith crisis part and I'm, without going too far into it, like I'm obviously like on the other side of a faith. Well, <laughs> I had a big old faith crisis and, and uh, so yeah. it was just me like watching other people watch my culture, I guess mm. it was <laughs> so bizarre. Cause everyone's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. and I'm like, no, no, I know someone like that. And I felt like that. And you know, like uh-huh. my grandma mm. believes this don't laugh. Mm. Like stuff, stuff mm-hmm. like that, where like mm. I felt weirdly, <laughs> I've had a lot to do. I've not thought about this a lot the last 24 or 12 hours. Um, I felt weirdly protective of it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In, in like a, no, I mean, yeah, we're all, you know, it's a crazy story. It's, it's a strange culture. It's a strange place I come from and strange people I come from. And I love laughing at it because it's, you mm-hmm. know, and it's complicated and like also problematic and, and has racist past and stuff like that, where it's like, I get why everyone's laughing and I'm laughing, but I'm also like, wait, 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 
okay, but it's not, you know, it's more complex mm. and more nuanced, mm. but like, mm. that's not the point of the musical. The musical is to be funny and to, to make a really broad parody of the Mormon church, which mm. I thought they achieved. They achieved like it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's that song in the, 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 the first act um, with the all American prophet one. And I was yeah. like, is that supposed to be, this is my question. Is this supposed to be like that? Was it the Kumara Hills pageant? That they have in yes. Rochester. I was like that wondering was, if it was a parody of that. Like I was like, yes. oh, <laughs> the yeah. Hill Camorra so, pageant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. very much like there are these pageants that are kind of around, like in Rochester, in New York, and Palmyra, and all those places where the mm. Joseph Smith lived. They have these pageants, mm. and that was very much like a perfect parody of one of those pageants. <laughs> I've never been to one, but like I had friends who were in them, and yeah, I'm fascinated by them, and I'm just like I always yeah. wanted to go to that. So I was like wondering, I was like, is that a parody of that? Like it is, but it's too oh late. They stopped. They stopped doing that. Oh, they did. Yeah, because Damn. it was a little. I think it was a little too like weird. <laughs> it's like <laughs> no. what, what was so weird about it specifically? It's just stepping into a different world you know you go and you're like what like everyone's saying things i don't understand <laughs> sure but everyone's around yeah. me seems to understand them like if you weren't mormon mm. you'd go in and be like what the heck what the fuck <laughs> what is this what is happening <laughs> <laughs> um but, but they are like a very cultural like I, <laughs> it, it's all very cult- complicated culture like sure mm-hmm. I, I I'm, I'm having a hard time like like not bringing personal issues into it and you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i might kind of dive in like Dip, dip into like my own issues, but I'm not trying to bring some personal issues. Yeah, if, you want. If, yeah. It, if it has to do with the musical, yeah, and the, it, yeah, it made me, it made me feel it was really funny, and I felt complicated. It reminded me it, of growing up in Utah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Or like I found myself laughing in advance. I'm like, oh, I know what mm. they're going to talk about next, and I'm like the only sure. one laughing, and I'm looking around like, oh, no one else here knows. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or, or or just like like the, the they they nailed the like. I believe, you know, like how, the, you know, the kind of the talking like, hi, I'm from the church. The, the, the earnestness, the, mm, na, the earnest mm. naivete, na, naivete. How do you say that? Naivete? Na, naivete. naivete. Yeah. yeah. You, the you earnest it. naivete is like, I know hundreds of hundreds of my friends went on missions and like mm. the airport that like, I'm going to go and change the world. They got that perfectly. And then they come mm. home either because I know a lot of friends and people who were like, yeah, I got this. I'm going to, you know, sure. Italy and I'm going to convert all those Catholics. And it's like. Then they come home and they didn't convert anybody and they're totally mm. humbled and like mm. in a good way. And so I loved how they took that aspect and put it into Elder Price. And then the other mm. one, Elder Cunningham, I'm more of an Elder Cunningham, I think, um, <laughs> where you know, you, they just kind of like liar. I'm not a liar. Yeah, liar. I'm just more like a, hey, interpret it as you want and live how you want. Like sure. no one should, you know. So if I, if I went on a mission, I never went on a mission because I knew that I'd be like, you know what? Don't do it if you don't want to. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's fine. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, I have to say, too, like within the first, like uh, that opening number of Hello, mm-hmm. you know, and they start singing and they're and they're clicking. They're, uh, you know, uh, banging the doorbell. What do you say? R- Pressing the doorbell. Ringing, like, ringing, the, doorbell. Words. ringing the doorbell. Banging the doorbell. <laughs> banging the doorbell. Banging the doorbell. Ring doesn't really put, you know, you're pushing a button. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. ringing the doorbell. I was like, as soon as they start singing, I was like, oh, my God. Mormon missionaries are theater kids, yes. aren't they? I was like, this is the perfect, this is a fucking, yeah. the, the Venn diagram is an overlap. I was like, how did I never see this before? How I did I know. never realize this? I was like, oh, I get it. That's why Just all those. literally from that opening, opening song, I was like, I get it. Well, it's like on like dance, like Dancing with the Stars, all the ballroom dancers are oh, from Utah. Sh- Right, um, right, all, yeah. There's just like a huge. Well, also that's from the pageantry and the like the, the all the cultures converging as pioneers and bringing sure. their different like weird things together and song and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, it, it kind of like made for this like performing arts hub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 there's like a what's the um just just with the arts in general and and like the LDS church as an outsider, it's like very fascinating to me. Just like there's this own like visual like language that is like very specific oh, yeah. to it. Like what's yeah. the, there's the uh there what's the sculpture garden like in Salt Lake City? Um, there's like that big. Yeah. I w- I went to that and I was like, this is the most like insane like outsider art that I've ever seen. But oh yeah. Like, necessarily there's think a about whole it that way. folk art tradition that is very yeah, yeah. very specific to the culture which which makes mm. it you know which then it gets back into my complicated feelings of like yeah i'm proud of my really weird dark good <laughs> <laughs> uplifting Look, problematic damaging culture <laughs> like, i was i was raised very very catholic so uh oh, you get it okay <laughs> you know yeah. i get it so i get it yeah yeah but yeah but, but they, um, they i love how they brought that into the song like that what the i believe song i was laughing so mm. hard and then i realized i was mm. also crying uh, mm. because i've been there i've been like yeah mm. i do believe i do believe but but it it would do in this yeah. like what what, what are we talking right. about right. like 
It's right. cathartic. And looking it's, around at all my friends, everyone kind of feeding off each other like, no, we do. It's like wanting the earnestness, you know, of like sure. being weirdly proud. Of, anyway, that can that can be like in therapy that I talk about that. So what's next? Let's move on. <laughs> your, your therapist is going to be like, so what'd you do? And you, saw, you say, I saw the Book of Mormon and now I'm just saw, And then she'll be like, let's unpack right it. Now. Yeah. <laughs> in a deep spiral so, right now. Do you, do you feel like it's ultimately like, I, I mean, so my feeling of this, and this is going to sound insane. It wasn't that, I mean, obviously there's a lot of it that was, you know, you know, racist and offensive and mm, controversial yeah, and, dude. And mm. for a lot of, you know, a lot of things that are just obviously bad. Mm. Yeah. But it kind of, if you just look at sort of the plot elements of it, mm. it didn't really feel like to me that much of a repudiation of anything. No. And in fact, it kind of struck me as something that's very pro-religion. Yeah, no, a which I was surprised by. Like it was weirdly. Again, this is, sounds insane. I'm I'm well aware no. how insane this sounds, but no. it was weirdly safe. Yeah. It was kind of a safe yeah. musical in terms of the plot and like the themes and the moral that it has at the end of it. It really wasn't that. It sort of reaffirms yes. what I imagine at the core of any religion ultimately, yeah. you know, tries to espouse. It doesn't actually interrogate it in any way and say that, like, no. this is bad for some reason. It sort of just says what it wants. So it's I think they understand it, it, that, that that aspect of it was really weird to me. Yeah. No, no you're, not, I, you're I, not wrong. I came away from yeah. it feeling the same way. I was like, that was kind of a weird celebration of us. Yeah. Like, yeah, there is a space to criticize it. Obviously, there's. Mm. so many the more mormon blogosphere is massive and um mm -hmm. or whatever quote unquote that's so 2012 mm. of me to say um but <laughs> the blogosphere, <laughs> the blogosphere. It's, it's from 2012 so it works it's, it is we'll just yeah pretend yeah, that yeah, this exactly. podcast came out 10 years ago so i appreciated yeah. that like they left that criticism to the outside i guess is more of like a look mm. at the, i mean it was it was more or less like a, it was a parody it was per, it was great and, and then when i got to africa i was like this is racist <laughs> Yeah, this is, this is, uh, <laughs> yeah, very racist. This is uh, not, didn't, didn't yeah. age well. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And I know like, um, I think it was like during COVID, um, a lot of the cast members in the book of Mormon had, yeah. had some rewrites yeah. done with it. Some minor rewrites. I haven't, obviously haven't seen it recently. Yeah. So I can't speak to what you guys saw versus what I saw, but <laughs> if yeah. those were the rewrites. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think specifically, I, I was also reading about this too, is that it happened after they shut down for COVID and then at, in light of the George Floyd protest, yes, when yeah. they came yeah, back, yeah, yeah. they're like, the context for all of this is very different. Yeah. And like it's, you can't look at it in the same pro like prism. So they shut it down and yeah. workshopped it for a couple of weeks to sort of make it a little bit more palatable, I guess. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I don't. It does not, not come across sure. as having been rewritten. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, and again, very interesting in the sense that like there's, that element of it and like you know you can walk away from this being like oh this is actually like a re reaffirmation of faith of just any sort but then like there, yeah. there's this other like side of it where just like oh. yeah. and it's still like you know it's made like 500 million dollars so I'm just and, like and people aren't that, that bothered by it which is I, I was watching I was like they could have told this story they could have gone to any country and told the same story so like mm -hmm. choosing Uganda and choosing all the like cultural stereotypes of like AIDS and and aggression and the worst possible thing yeah. and yeah. like what the white saviorism which is also a problem in in the missionary space is that people oh, they want they have that sure i think the closest thing the show gets to i think what i think Kave, you were kind of expecting going in is one of my my favorite songs mm -hmm. in the show which is like the i am we are africa the i am africa song where it's like all the <laughs> yeah, white yeah. missionaries yes. singing about how they are africa because they're they all like, wearing all white right too, right right right, right. Yes. like and it's just like that's like the the only moment where i think that show really does actually kind of critically engage with like what does yes. you like this this faith meet like what are the implications of 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 missionary right. work and 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 any uh, of any sort really um but uh, yeah, like that and then it just kind of drops song. it. But I do, I, I I do love that song. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm like that's it's, where that's it's the most like where the show kind of gets actually like kind of like self, like reflective of of yeah. what it actually acts like it's making fun of. Well, but, it was uh, in, yeah. in a way that's like a, like pal palatable to like anybody. Like where it's just oh, like sure, oh yeah. yeah, you know, because a lot of people yeah. like why people don't want to admit you know face the fact that they are the descendants of like oppressors and whatever and are mm -hmm. actual still still oppressors and so they like yeah. to put those blinders up so but it's great like to be like look how silly we are but really yeah. it's super dark and problematic and I'm glad they yeah. like approached it that way mm -hmm. um yeah. it is like that like my, my dad I hope he doesn't mind me sharing this my dad went to Taiwan <laughs> on his mission and mm -hmm. he said that while he was there he was like these people aren't Christian like why, why am I bringing what is this? Why am I bringing yeah. my thing and to these people who don't actually care <laughs> or, yeah. or, or feel <laughs> like don't they want it, who don't want it. I mean, like there were some who wanted it, which is, mm. which is, you know, if you go somewhere and say, here's this, if you're interested, whatever. But, but there is that, that criticism of like, 
I don't know. I'm glad it was set in Africa for that reason, because it was like, this is a huge cultural. For dramatic reasons, they would, I mean, just in sake, for the sake of the story, you would want to take somebody who's the whitest possible person yes. in Utah and put them yeah. in the complete opposite <laughs> in of In sub-Saharan Africa, yeah. yeah. Like, I can't think of something that's more antithetical to white people in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, and also the idea, I mean, again, just whether or not it's good or appropriate or not racist mm. is besides the point. I'm, just, I'm talking racist. strictly from like a yeah. story standpoint is like they're... The idea that they would go in with this naive understanding that just converting people and baptizing yeah. them would suddenly solve these horrendous problems that they have. Right, right, that right. Is, like really that doesn't do anything. What to these boys solve go and experience. Yeah. 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 Even just like, oh, they even just set up this whole like understanding of like Africa, like the only way that like Elder Cunningham and Price know how to relate to it is like Lion King. And Lion like, King. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. I can see what they were trying to do, you know. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like what is the diametric opposite? What is going to be like the most baroque, baroque heightening of of like these two characters that we can get? Right, of, I, and, and in that sense, I understand it. But boy, man, is it a South Park episode <laughs> in that sense? So right, yeah. I actually, you know, it's funny that you say that because I was thinking about the movie of Bigger, Longer, Uncut, which I wish I had a time to rewatch it because I haven't seen that movie in forever. Oh, and I was sure. thinking of Team America. Yeah. And I'm like, and again, this sort of reinforces that point where like, it's really, this is quite conventional. Like sure. none of the plot lines, even again, I'm, I'm strictly thinking of plot rather mm-hmm. than like surface jokes. Sure. Cause even, even all the AIDS jokes that they make, I'm like, you already did this. Like, right. It's not new. They, they already exactly. did that in fucking right. in, uh, team America. So there's, there's a level of like, it feels a little bit tired. Yeah, it, yeah. it really does. Yeah. It, and Aside from the offensive part of it, it's just sort of like we're, we're numb to this yeah. because of Trey right. Parker and Matt Stone specifically, right? Because they're yeah. sort of fortin' us down over the past 50, 20 years of it. Right. But I, I was thinking about Team America and I was thinking about South Park and I was thinking about the plot lines and like some of those plot lines, even in those two films, really go like insane mm-hmm. and weird mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and try and, and deliberately try to like make something inherently very uncomfortable yeah, yeah. like and, having and, and, satan and, and saddam hussein as lovers is like the most weird esoteric like thing that was ne- not remotely necessary like right yeah yeah right. yeah, yeah. That's, dates, that's exactly the it. that's that's the example i was telling sarah too i was talking about it with her but i'm like it doesn't do anything like that and, and in a weird way yeah. i think like to me this musical comes across as and it's fine whatever this is not a criticism of 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 anybody making it it seems like it really wants to be a musical that is liked and yes and sort of like celebrated for being like a classic musical that has the earnestness and has the i want song and it mm. hits all those just like Mormonism. exact beats so it right? <laughs> so it looks it, on the surface liked. it's it's controversial and there's swearing and there's terrible stuff right. but even like the songs are all still really really conventional and yes. really really right. safe yes yeah 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 that's like I hadn't really thought about in the context of like Team America and South, and South Park and South Park bigger, longer and uncut. Yeah. Just how and I don't know how much I think a lot of it is just like the nature and business of Broadway and how they still want to make money and so like it still mm-hmm. has to be like an enjoyable experience at the end of the day. <laughs> like that older people or like the, the as they call them the blue hairs are going to because like when I saw Book of Mormon, half the audience was mm-hmm. at least over sixty years old and the audience was like mm-hmm. fucking loving it and like I was just like this is insane to me. So I like. I had a hard time articulating it, but yeah, like just the, the fact that all these like older people are sitting here watching it going like, that was wonderful. Made me go. Yeah. Interesting. I, you know, um, yeah. Because it's really subversive it still does it. it's, it's not, it's, it's not, it's really yeah. not that subversive. No. It's, yeah. it's got all the right songs. It's got all these references to other Broadway music. It's like, it's actually for Broadway people. Yeah. 100%. Like, t- like it's, it's structured to be like, you know, crack for them where it's like so specifically for yes. them. Yes. Yeah. But then it also brings in all this other, you know, but then they just put a bunch of swear words and racist things on top of it. Yeah. But, right. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? It's yeah. it's really so I, I I remember coming away from it just feeling kind of like it wasn't that out there. No, I, yeah. again, I know that sounds weird, but it's kind of not. Yeah, and, and yeah, like no, these I, are the people I that made to, oh. big. These are the people that made Big Gay Al's Big Gay Animal Boat Ride. You know, like I'm just like right, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or there's then, like an entire plot line of a gerbil going up Mr. Slave's butthole, yeah. and there's like seeing ghosts and other stuff. That's I'm like, there's nothing like that in this, which yeah. is fine. Like they can do whatever they want, but right. like. For all of for all of like the the reviews of this being so like Ugh, it's great so, like, so, it's kind of yeah it's the same thing just with swear words on top yeah exactly yeah. It's, a, it's a it's a buddy comedy like fish out of water buddy comedy that has a heartwarming message at the end like yeah <laughs> it's right. like and and even even the ending sort of reaffirms that it's like I was thinking about Little Shop right Little Shop sure. 
fucking everyone dies at the end of it because right. they're terrible. Right, 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 right. And it's like, that's a dark ending. Yeah. It's fucked up, yeah. I mean, but it's appropriate for like what happens in the story. But this one, they still get to everyone. It, everything's happy. It has a happy right, ending. Everyone's right. fine. It, Sweeney Todd is like people he, fucking eating, like turning yeah. into yeah. fucking meat pies yeah. and eating he them. He kills his own wife, is, you know? Like He kills his yeah. own fucking wife. Right, like, right. Those are darker. Those are more controversial. And by the way, I hate that I'm like bringing up all these I, other references to musical. I Angie, love please this. Kill me. I'm like, I'm like smiling <laughs> from ear to ear right now. I just have like... Cheshire Cat Grin. So, oh, on that note, Kava, what other parodies did you catch? Oh, um, so we saw King and I. Yeah. There's, of course, there was, and they even referenced Donny Osmond in it. There's uh, <laughs> yeah. Joseph in the Amazing Color, Technicolor Dream I Code. ran right. him in a toy store once, and I was like, that was Donny Osmond. Have we seen the South Park episode that was about Joseph Smith that was also a mini yeah. musical that was basically kind of a dry run for this show? Yeah. Like it comes to yeah, the same, yeah, it comes yeah, to yeah. the exact same conclusion as 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 the Book of Mormon does, where it's like it spends, mm-hmm. you know, its whole like run of time just like dunking on the church so hard and ripping on <laughs> it and making it be like, look at how stupid this is. And then it does the switcheroo of like, but who cares? You know, like like if, if you're, you're the bad Sondheim, person, by the way, doing right. good things, and yeah, then who cares? <laughs> right. It has the exact same conclusion where it's like, yeah, they're oh, but the, you know, if you're doing good things and it's your faith, and then who cares? Like, fuck you, you're an asshole for like laughing at this, you know, for the whole that, yeah. like thirty That's, minute yeah. run of it. Um. Yeah. Right. Like I that's like how that. it ends. It has. It has. Yeah. It has the Mormon kid being like, "Suck my balls, buddy," for you know, dunking yeah. on me for just having a family that I love and who has faith, <laughs> in, you know, God and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. It's really safe. It's. It. I was. Not, I was very surprised by that. Yeah. I, I was not expecting that part of me it. Me neither. I, I thought it would be. Yeah. I thought it would be more subversive in that in that way. But it's. It's really just. Yeah. Very clearly made to be successful. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. It's also like Avenue Q. Robert Lopez's show that like got you know. Trey and Matt part and Matt's attention um, kind of had the same feeling for me, like where there's a lot of like yeah. the earnesty is kind of like half fisted and fisted. I say, as I talk about, yeah. <laughs> as fisted. I talk about this show, I'm fisting, just making this gesture over and over and just. making it very uncomfortable and weird. Once but again, like, it, like the, the, it's not a lack of sincerity because there's clearly like the very sincere feelings about, you know, what they think about faith and everything are in there, but it's just like this weird wanting to have your cake and eat it thing too that doesn't quite yeah yeah that's exactly what it is yeah 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 so i don't know i'm i'm just like it feels like a relic of its time and not one that i'm like particularly like here to die on the hill for basically well i just remember people Uh, people like raving about it and i was i went into this yeah yeah here we go best musical i've ever seen and i was like "Uh yeah like Uh, excuse me in a world where phantom of the opera exists how dare no (laughs) Honestly, as interestingly enough, no Phantom of the Opera parody in Book of Mormon. But I think like um we, we had Lion King. Yeah, we had like that weird. Um, yeah, like, that is of, interesting. Yeah, you had like Live Aid. You had um like the, the yeah. The, I was gonna say what are all of them right? Can yeah, you, can going, you guide uh, us through each see. one? So I think Hello is just you know Hello and Two by Two so are. Are, are so just good. yeah, they're just generic show toony kind of things, and then they have the you and me, yeah. but mostly me one, which is a parody of like every song in Wicked. Like yeah, it, it's a parody of every single song in Wicked. It sounds like Defying Gravity uh-huh. and the Wizard and I. It is literally those chords. <laughs> um, and so then true. you have uh, Hasadiga Ibawai, which is like all like like Lion King's you know music yeah. right there, and then. You have Turn It Off, which is kind of like its own thing. That that whole song mm-hmm. in and of itself. Is that I not think... a reference to uh, Spider-Man Turn It Off? No, it's not. Or Turn Off the Dark <laughs> It's not or a reference to Spider-Man Turn <laughs> Off the Dark. But you know what? I like that you made that connection. It shows that you've learned. Trying. Um, I'm trying. Uh, then we have Turn It Off is so after good. That, Turn it off. I, I do love turn it off. I'm like, oh, see that. Like that's where the song. That's where the show kind of almost starts to engage in something meaningful and interesting there. And then well, like, it's I'm just scared. it just hits so it's so true. Sure. Yeah. 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 It just kind of it starts to engage with it and then it backs away. And then um, you have the All American Prophet, which is the 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 Hill Kimura pageant. Uh, But also but also um, it's also the music band. And then you have uh, Man Up. I haven't seen the music band. I don't know. Oh yeah, right. yeah, it is. It's yeah. the music man. Then Man Up was just kind of more like, they, like they like doing butt rock parodies all the time. You know, it's yeah. a par- it's a parody of that butt rock, rock and then of like ages. the big Broadway <laughs> Act One finale where everyone is singing over top of each other and yeah. just building and building and building on everything. Spooky the Mormon Hill Dream. Don't actually know. I think that's its own okay. weird thing. I have a bone to pick with that, that song. So, I think well, I know yeah, your bug. Later. I think I know your bug. Like we well, don't but, believe um, in hell. Exactly, first of all, like, I, yeah. <laughs> I oh, say really? we. I, I say that. no. We. I say we in the broad sense because, like, sure. as I said, I am. I have a very complicated relationship with it, but I'm also like mm. weirdly protective of it. So mm. I'm like, hey, we don't believe in a hell, and so. Right. But like, I, how do you explain to somebody what 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 uh, our hell, quote unquote, hell is, which is just like outer darkness, outer, outer darkness, it? right? It's outer darkness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you you have to be like the worst person on earth to go there. Like Hitler's mm. there, probably. 
Sure. Um, and like, I hope so. But like nobody, hope. like most of my more spooky Mormon hell dreams were not nothing like, yeah. I've never heard anything like that, which sure that one was off the mark. I was like, I guess that makes sense for like a pe- person's audience, an audience who's not familiar with it. Sure, it's like, yeah. oh, Christian Christians are scared of the devil. Yeah. Where it's like mm-hmm. the devil for us is more just like, I don't know. You kind of have to do the worst things ever to go hang out with him. Sure. Sure. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, that's, so, yeah. that's exactly <laughs> what I thought your bone was going to be a pick because I was like, I thought clarifications here because I thought Mormons didn't believe in hell at least the yeah. way like there's a Catholic would not, understand hell or, there's no you know, fire like, and brimstone it's more right, just like right. you're, you have you feel guilty you it's more like you don't get to be with your family right, in one right, of the right, heavens. right. You're, you're alone yeah. right like basically is it alone yeah. in darkness right I'm just sorry I'm yeah. I'm, 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 I'm Mormon explaining to you the more actual LDS. you know what <laughs> tell me everything you know I'm <laughs> intrigued you do seem to know quite a bit. I had someone man. do that to me on an airplane once. They're like, do you know what oh, Joseph really? Smith did? And I'm like, yes, I know what he did. <laughs> so we spooky Mormon hell dream. Um, then we had the baptize me song where it's like, uh, <laughs> oh, they're making it sound like sex, but it's about baptizing her. I wanted, church. I wanted to be like, oh, this is funny. But I was, I was like, oh no. <laughs> I just, there, there is a line in it that I think about all the time where she goes like, I'm wet with salvation. Oh. <laughs> like, I, th- I think about that line at least once a week, so I'm like, g- give it to that. Oh, I did skip a song, um, uh, the Salt Lake City song that she sings in the first act, yeah. where it's like yeah, kind yeah. of like the parody of like every I want, you know, song that mm-hmm. every yep. ingenue has. We Are Africa is obviously like the Live Aid stuff, so, uh, mm-hmm. like the We Are mm-hmm. the World, and then yeah, you have the um, Joseph Smith American Moses uh, mm-hmm. King and I thing, and then and then it ends with the the Hello song. Well, again. there was one Joseph and the Amazing <laughs> Technicolor Dreamcode song, right? Which one was that? That was the one where they're talking about Joseph Smith. <laughs> That's yeah. where they literally reference yes. the Donny Osmond. Yeah. If I had somebody in my orbit who would have forced me to go see musicals, that's probably the only one I would have thought about seeing. Sure, sure, and sure. And that I think is is the the thing that we haven't really talked about is the, the crossover appeal of this. Yes, is that like yeah. as like a student of South Park and, and these kids and Trey Parker and Matt Stone, mm. I would have gladly sat through this just because I knew would have been even though it was a musical, I would have known kind of like what it was gonna deliver sure. and the kind of jokes that they were gonna make. And I think that's also a part of it that's like a that makes it hugely appealing. Oh, yeah. I mean, and like, that's probably why they wanted to give it a word because it's it's sort of like Hamilton in that sense where like it brought a bunch of people who sure. probably wouldn't have given a shit about musicals and it yeah. introduced them sort of as like a crossover thing for them in the broader culture. Sure. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, that's probably another part of it that people liked. I mean, but, like I yeah. I'd mentioned in the first uh, first act of this episode when I was waiting in line to go and see this show, like how many 13 year old boys walked past the theater and were like, I want to see that. Yeah. Like <laughs> because it was it was the South Park guys, you know, and it was just like I've never seen yeah. like so many Kyles like going up to like a Broadway <laughs> theater being like, that's what I want to see, Dad. You know, like so uh, in that sense, yes. <laughs> like the, absolutely the crossover appeal is part of its success. You know, everyone knows that it's written by the South yeah. Park people and and then there's there's one last thing this is the last point i'll make um is that there's not a lot within this within musicals that sort of fall into this category of sort of parody comedy Mm -hmm. just like outlandish like there's just not a lot of options as far as i know in terms of like what i've learned about up until this point within Mm -hmm. this podcast i mean am i am i wrong there's a couple but it's not like a (gasps) people don't tend to spend that much money on comedies that are this big i I, I mean, actually, I'm going to have to disagree with you there between like the producers oh, and Spamalot and like all of their knockoffs. Uh, I think there was a long run of not insincerity, because, again, I do think there is some sincere, genuine thing that mm-hmm. they are trying to accomplish and get across in this show. But like uh, for a long time, a lot of Broadway, for me, it felt like a lot of the 2010s and like the late 2000s was it, it, in the way that film was kind of the same way where everything is a little bit cynical and has to make fun of itself. And if it mm-hmm. is earnest, it also has to like hide it under veneer of like, <clears throat> you know, DreamWorks eyebrow kind of like <laughs> sure. stuff. Yeah. Like, see, we're like, see, we, we, we like we're with it, too. We're, we we understand that Broadway is corny because we're like wink, wink, nudge, nudge laughing at it, too. And yeah. we understand that it's kind of corny. So in that sense, I, I actually do have to step in and say, mm, I feel like that's actually it, it feels Step like a show it, up. It, it very much is a show of like that time period um it just it happens to be one of the more successful ones but yeah no broadway loves parody oh my god there was like a long-running off-broadway show called forbidden broadway that was like basically my bible as a kid because all i did was make fun of broadway shows like just fucking mean like it's it, yeah. are there are there like a lot though i mean like again as far as just what we've seen so far um like are there a lot of like comedic like big ones like like this is a big show right yeah. like in terms yeah. of it's yeah. on broadway yeah. it's not like an off-broadway show i mean i yeah i'd say yeah that's that's the producers that's that's hairspray that's 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 um spam a lot spam a lot specifically 
feels like the forerunner to the Book of Mormon. So Spamalot was the uh, adaptation of Monty Python and the Holy Grail um, mm. that ran on Broadway for like eight or nine years. And like there is a full song that you would love called the song that goes like this. That is literally a Phantom of the Opera parody. Um, but yeah. Would you love it? <laughs> I mean, I don't think yeah. that shows me. Would, very... Would you it's, love it? It's like this, where I'm like, I'm still kind of listening to a song about Phantom of the sure. Opera. I don't know. Even sure. if it's a parody, I really want it's to like listen to It's like those Donald it. Trump MAGA hats, but they're the parody uh, ones. It's like, right. you're still wearing a red yeah. hat. You're still, you're still wearing it. Yeah, you're still doing exactly. it, man. Yeah, no, but like. You're still in it. There was like Young Frankenstein. There are all these like um, comedy shows that there are also. a Young Frankenstein Yes, musical? there was. And, and Mel Brooks also oh, worked on that. It did not run for very what? long. Yeah, yeah. They were trying, I think. Was it good? No. Uh, they were oh, trying to bummer. lean in on the success of the producers, which was fantastic. Um, and unfortunately, the young Frankenstein was not quite there. Mel Brooks did work on that one too, bummer. and it just kind of you would have thought uh, so so yeah so so uh, yeah. But no, they're 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 especially yeah in that period of time, just a lot of just shows that are just about making fun or not about making fun, but are also like love to parody Winky. what Broadway is. Yeah. Making fun yeah. of it and nudging at it and being like, see, isn't it weird that we're tap dancing or isn't it funny that we have a bunch of people yeah, on yeah, stage yeah. singing? Um, and in a weird sense though, uh, it's not the musical element of the book of Mormon that it's like, is like they never really call that part out, you know? <laughs> so in yeah. that sense, I'm like, no, it's a full throated musical, not necessarily like, being like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We know musicals suck. It just has a lot of no. They, they in clearly it. love it. Yeah, yeah. He clearly is like obsessed it. with it. And yeah, I mean, like if you jam. watch it, it's like The Simpsons with South Park. You go through and watch it, and you realize how much musical stuff is in oh, South yeah. Park. Yeah, mm -hmm. like so the, much. That these dudes just love musical theater. To say nothing of like Cannibal the Musical um, or Team America and Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, which are musicals. Yeah. Uh, it definitely but, has that like tired feel of like, well, we've already done all this, but I could see how at the time it was very like. Oh sure, and anytime, yeah. anytime anyone swears on Broadway, it is just like, oh, they're swearing on Broadway. They, you oh know, God. right? Oh, really? Like everyone just gets like so scandalized by it. Like, I mean, that was part, like the producers. People were like, oh, they the producers is like funny and like they're swearing and they're making fun, you know. So, it's it's Broadway's weird. Broadway's a very strange economy. I guess much like the LDS Church, <laughs> given your like yeah. how you talk about it. Like, there's just like its yeah. own language, its own subculture. There's its own yeah. hierarchy. Everybody love it and it's hard to be in. <laughs> sense no wonder why they were like huh this seems like yeah. a natural subject for a musical everything is no, come full really circle is. <laughs> yeah we did yeah. it guys a, yeah. um, congratulations hannah any last thoughts before we um, uh, wrap this up just that i'm glad i saw it it was it was really mm. it was fun it was fun. it got me thinking it got me back in the familiar spot of the conflict sure. and deep inside my soul about my <laughs> upbringing and my upbringing my faith mixed with my background you know all of that G sure. good stuff um That's but what it was does, right <laughs> it was yeah, good right. it was it was right. really good I, i'm glad i saw it and i'm i'm mm. really glad that the songs are so they're they're so good they're so good mm. it's a well-written yeah. musical they're very um, catchy i will say that like they're catchy I, but like you yeah. said i felt like it was like okay that was an ending yeah. I guess yeah. like yeah. <laughs> so so I appreciated the parody the the nuance there was some good nuance parody of the LDS church and musicals so I appreciated mm. that yeah besides the racist parts that were just kind of like oh this could I could do without this um and the and the mm. fact that the show also gave us Josh Gad uh, <laughs> like, oh it did yeah, yeah the show is at least like, it wasn't James Corden all right right okay you know what yes yes at least that although I, I will say it was really fun when we left I ran into um, one of my friends, a, a fellow Kava, Kava mm. Rastegar, who's mm. a bassist that I know through ah. Twitter, actually. He ah. became my friend because we have a Kava club. He played bass on it. Mm. He was in the pit. I was really excited to see him. So oh, that was my favorite part of the show. that's so cool. Seeing a fellow Kava play bass on the show, which automatically made it the best. Uh, Absolutely. Best, yeah. best bass playing ever of any musical sure. that's ever existed. Sure. Uh, but shout out to a fellow Kava. So go see it and support Kavas everywhere. <laughs> right. If you really, truly want to support Kava, go and see a fellow Kava. Because when yeah. you boost yes. one Kava up, you lift all the Kavas up. We all come up together. Right. It takes a village to raise a bunch of Kavas. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening yes. to our episode of Book of Mormon. Hannah, thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much for joining us and taking the time. Yeah. Oh, good. You're welcome. Thank you. You guys are both delightful. Uh, oh, thanks. One of us is. See, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm sure you guys have thoughts on Book of Mormon. Yes. If you do, please go ahead and let us know. Mm -hmm. We are at Musical Splaining with no G on Twitter. And we are at Musical Splaining with a G on Instagram. Uh, mine 
is co- at Covetarian on Twitter and at Permafriends on Instagram. Um, Hannah, why don't you tell us where people can find you and what to look forward to next? Yes. Yeah, I'm uh, uh, I'm ha- at Hannah Hillam on Twitter and Instagram. At some point, I think next year I'll be in Emerald City in March. So Emerald City Comic Con. Emerald City's in March? Yeah, they're, they're, they're moving oh, it. Oh, damn. They keep yeah. moving it around. Yeah. So if I get in, I don't know. I shouldn't have even said that. Cut that out, please. <laughs> no, we're, we're putting it out. We're putting it out into the universe. Yeah. Hopefully I will also, I'm going to try to get into Emerald City. Um, shit. Yeah. Uh, I am um, Y Angelina Y on Twitter, uh, as always, uh, with my bullshit. And I am Angelina <laughs> underscore S-E-E on Instagram. Also with the bullshit there. If you like bullshit of all types, just just follow me there. And yeah, thanks again. Thank you so much. Again, so much fun. Yes. And Great of, talking uh, to of you. Of course, you guys, don't forget. Yes. Please leave us good reviews. Yes. Please give us five stars on everything. Yes. Please tell your friends about the podcast. Yes. And please follow our sponsor links. Absolutely. It helps us to continue putting out shows where we talk about Phantom of the Opera yes. in its context of other shows. In, in so if you like, shows. yes, <laughs> if you want us to keep talking about how another show relates to it, yes. please follow yes. those links. Absolutely. Sign and also, uh, thank you guys for making us a one of the top 1% of uh, yes, top one percent of world, yeah, worldwide uh, thank shares. Thank you, guys. yeah, congrats! So thank you. It's very exciting. We yes. got some good numbers, so thank you, thank you guys, and yes. continue sharing. You guys have been doing sharing is caring, so thanks. Yes, prayer hand emojis, and prayer hand emojis, and we will be back very soon with another, another musical. Little, I guess it'll be a musical. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a musical. Yeah. Just just putting it out there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Such a good I song. Believe, Turn it. I